Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 288. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis and my neighbors are rocking it out this evening. I don't know if you guys can hear the tunes in the background. I'm going to guess yes, (laughs) because they are playing their tunes. Uh, And they've been going now for some time. So, uh, so I figure I got to get this thing recorded. We're just going to have an extra soundtrack is what's going to happen. If you can, in fact, hear it. It's possible that my mic is doing its good job and filtering out the stuff that you shouldn't have to hear and what I am laying down. So fingers crossed. We'll see. Uh, So today's blog is um, in the in the sillier vein of stuff, I would say. Um, it is inspired by one of the many cafes I have spent time outside of in the last couple years. Um, and I, I think there's not much to say about it. Um, let me just read it to you. It is called The Face I Made Up. In the year or so of going to this cafe, I have only ever seen the owner in mask. Until yesterday. Yesterday, he was outside working on his shed, and he was without his mask. For the first time, I saw the lower half of his face And if he hadn't greeted me warmly and started chatting, I would never have recognized him. I am fascinated by this trick of my brain. Put a piece of fabric over this guy's face, I could easily pick him out of a crowd. Without it, I think I've never seen him before. It's clear that my brain made up a face for this guy, one that has nothing to do with his actual face. The face I made up doesn't exist. I can't really describe it, but if I saw someone with it or something like it, I could have pointed to it and said, that one. It's not just that I didn't know what this guy looked like. It's that I thought I knew, and I was super, super wrong. The face he actually has is as good a face as the one I made up for him, but it somehow tells a different story. I feel as though I've uncovered a strange secret of how my brain works in grappling with the discrepancy of what he actually looks like compared to who I imagined. It turns out that I'm making up stories about people based on their faces. It's not just that they might have a different face than I imagined. It's also that I assume they must have a different story. Subconsciously, I'm going, this person is like this, that person is like that, based on nothing other than the shape of their chin, or whatever. I can't yet really unpack what my assumptions are or were, but they have to do with social class, geographic origin, personality, upbringing, and who knows what else. Like, the guy I imagined was from Connecticut, and the actual guy looks like he's from New Jersey. 
What does this mean? I could not tell you. The only thing I know is that my brain cannot stop making up stories, both metaphorically, as in the story of the lower half of this guy's face, and more literally, like what that face I made up means. I feel like this is where the root of prejudice must live, because surely I am not the only one making up stories, making up associations, making up characteristics based on someone's face. We do this, surely, for everything, and do not know we're doing it. It's not just facial structure. It's bodies. It's skin. It's hair. It's a movement pattern. We think we're being intuitive or sharp, but really, our brains are just imaginative chunking association machines. I'm not sure what we can do about it, except perhaps to recognize that it happens and to wonder at how wrong we can be. I'm certainly not one to try and silver lining this pandemic. It sucks. And I hate most things about it. I hate all the dark things it has revealed about a lot of humans. However, as uncomfortable as it makes me, I suppose it is a kind of gift to start to see the assumptions my brain makes, to see them in process, and to question myself because of it. I can question my own notions of what someone from New Jersey looks like. I can perhaps assume less at the get-go and try not to make up so many stories based on faces. So I was assuming that we all do this thing of making up the other halves of faces. <laughs> uh, but I'm realizing it, m it might not be the case. And it, I was thinking about it because I read an article about super recognizers and realized had read a similar article before or maybe the same one and taken the test and everything because there are people who are incredibly good at recognizing faces. And I thought, eh, I, I don't think I'm incredibly good at it, but I, you know, I do remember people's faces pretty decently. Um, I'm not as good as I used to be at it, but, you know, I'm, I'm not bad. And I feel like I took the test and I, you know, I was sort of above average, but not like a super recognizer, which is good because it sounds like that's a real, that's a real burden to, to like be able, because what the super recognizers can do is look at a photo of someone and then recognize them elsewhere or, you know, the other way around. Like they, they have like, they're really, uh, they they really recognize that they, they're super recognizers, <laughs> and I'm I'm just like the the person who always is like, oh yeah, I saw that person in another movie. Yes, I recognize that person from the television show. That's where I really use that special skill is identifying actors I have seen in other things, or in real life. Oh, I know that guy. <laughs> that that's what I use my special recognizing skills for. Uh, it's really annoying for other people sometimes because I'm like, oh, I know that guy. Anyway, I did not know this guy. I mean, that, I feel like that's what I was just so amazed by in this scenario. Like literally I'd seen this guy m so many times and I have a very vivid idea of what he looked like 
and he doesn't look like that at all, like at all. I feel like I've had this experience a few times with folks who I've met only in mask, and then like I see their mouth, and I'm like, "That's your mouth." <laughs> so like that's something, but I I guess I I didn't realize I'd not seen this guy without his mask. Like I thought I had seen him because my idea of what his face looked like was so clear. And then I discovered that I, I had never seen him before, and he looked very different. What a weird, what a weird, what a weird experience all of this is. Uh, so, I have a song for you. And I was looking at songs about masks and songs about faces and songs about recognizing people. And then I realized, oh, it's, it's got to be, I've just seen a face. Because that's what happened here. I saw a face. Um, obviously, the content of the song is very different than my experience of seeing just like, you know, random cafe guy. But uh, I thought it was just too perfect to, to not do. So I'm doing it. Um, so I'll play that for you in just a minute. Meanwhile, thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, please tell someone about it. Share it on the social medias, all the things. If you'd like to support it with your dollars, patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis is a, the, the, the sort of, you know, high-end support. There's also Ko-fi and PayPal. Uh, all those links are in the show notes. The zines I sent out for this year's patrons uh, should be arriving right about now for most people. The international ones will probably take a little longer, but I know the ones that are here in New York are arriving or have already arrived. So if you're looking for, for your zine, if you're a patron, it's coming if it hasn't arrived already. Uh, so I will give you in just a moment, I've just seen a face. I, 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 <laughs> I really struggled with uh, a lyric problem in this song, um, which is that, uh, he sings, uh, I'd have never been a were, but as it is, I'll dream of her tonight. Now he's saying aware. But maybe a, a Liverpudlian accent allows you to say a were rather than aware. Uh, if I if I sang it like I say it, right? If I say aware, I'd have never been aware. But as it is, I'll dream of hair tonight. It just it's not gonna dreaming of hair is really not the same as dreaming of her. Unless you have an accent where hair is like how you say her, in which case that, that's great. Uh, <laughs> but I, 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 I also was like, oh, I could just sing it where they don't rhyme. But then that's really unsatisfying. So it would be, I'd have never been aware, but as it is, I'll dream of her tonight. Like it just doesn't have the same punch as the rhyme. So I went with a were. <laughs> and because uh, I figured I could think of it as a whir, like uh, whirling, like being a whir. 
rather than aware. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was a, a funny conundrum to wrestle with. Um, I'm playing this on ukulele. It was harder to sing than I expected. Uh, and I realized it's because they are playing it so fast. And partly that, like, there's no breath because they don't have to because they're going so fast. So I had to figure out how to, like, have a more sustained breathing situation, which I would not have expected of the Beatles, to be honest. I mean, I know they're super complicated and interesting and, you know, all the things, revolutionary, etc. But I wasn't expecting that I was going to really need to focus on my breath control. <laughs> but I did. I really did. So that's because I'm going a lot slower. Not a lot slower, but, you know, slower. Anyway, here you go. Here is I've Just Seen a Face. Forget the time or place where we just met She's just the girl for me And I want all the world to see we've met mm-hmm. Had it been another day I might have looked the other way And I'd have never been a word But as it is, I'll dream of her tonight Falling, yes I am falling And she keeps Just met, she's just the girl for me, and I want all the world to see. 